Gino rules. I think a lot of people were surprised by last week. They like the flipped schedule of like, whoa, what's happening? Gino's first, but don't worry, everybody. Uh, 10 p.m. Central Time, so 11 Eastern. Central Time doesn't get any love, Zach. You notice that? No one ever starts with Central Time. It's always the afterthought of Eastern Time, or people move on to the Pacific Time. However, 10 p.m. Central Time, Gino and I will discuss all things Impact Wrestling. Don't fret, people, because before that, Geezy, we're here. Hashtags and headlines, my friend. Uh, like, we're back. And a lot of people were, like, the news is popping off and people get excited. Like, you guys have to talk about this. This is what's going to come up, like, for sure. Because your phone must have gone off last night. Didn't it just seem like destiny of, like, what we were supposed to talk about today? Of course, man. Yeah. I, being on Twitter, like, I actually get news now. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're plugged in because, like, I hear it at work all the time. I'm too plugged in. Like, I know everything. I've rejoined society. How about that? I know everything. I listen to too many things. I, I open Instagram. I'm immediately plugged in. I, I can't escape the matrix that I've built around me. Like, I've created my own echo chamber. Now, it does. Now, I hear from outside my echo chamber, but I always see things through the lens of my preferred glasses. So, uh, obviously, last night. So, again, hashtags and headlines. Thank you for downloading. Geezy, I'm moving everything to the Vleeties feed, okay? I have Podbean now. Everything's on the Vleeties feed. No more commercials at the beginning. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, on the Hashtags and Headlines podcast feed, welcome to the series finale because we're moving we're moving <laughs> stations. We're going to the Vleeties feed. But, yes, my name is Ryan Van Vliet. That's Geezy. I'm Vleeties. He's Geezy. And Roe versus Wade might be overturned, Zach. Like, this was a huge – this is something that's been in the works since, I guess, February. The Supreme Court was looking at this. And now that there's more conservative judges than not, uh, this this case is kind of being – what is it, reopened? How do you – how does this work? Is, this like, is it like a cold case file where they can go back and change their minds? No, I think it, it's always because Ooh, of a new case what? they can go back. Because <laughs> all the Supreme Court does – is they take all these cases that already have decisions and they say, is this right or is it not? And if it's right, then it changes like the federal laws. Thank you so much, Ricardio, for coming in. And I know there is a, yeah, there is an active court case right now. So obviously they, they look at, okay, let's look at other court uh, cases for, for precedence. Like that's always the term you hear. Like we've established a precedence. A precedence has been set that – you know, oh, this and this. Oh, well, abortion was a constitutional right as deemed by Roe versus Wade. Now, it's not in the Constitution. Like, I get that. That's the other thing. Like, So I hear the arguments from, from, my, from my friends on the Internet. And, like, the biggest argument is, like, it's just a natural given obvious human right. Like, that's what their <laughs> argument is. But go on, catch the buzz, feel the sting. Thank you, Ricardio, for the hot dog. Like, like they, they act, but, but aren't we examining if it's a constitutional right? Isn't the Supreme Court focused on constitutional rights and whether something is constitutional? Yeah, I, I looked into it because you always hear like Roe v. versus Wade is the right for abortion, but I was trying to read the details and it seems like it was pretty shaky legally and they were like trying to make a statement back then and be progressive, but sure. I mean, clearly they overturned it, so it's not that solid. I think it has to do with, like, the Fourth Amendment, which doesn't make sense to me. That Isn't that like quartering? <laughs> it's not you can't it, quarter soldiers during wartime. That's the other issue with 
with like everything constitutional is like I think a lot of us are just idiots and numb to it, so we don't even do any research about it. Like I I I wholeheartedly believe that all of my friends who are like really upset about this are kind of just blind to the fact that um we don't know what we're fucking talking about. Like that that seems to be the biggest issue with the whole thing is, and I also believe like in the fifties this was never an idea. You know it was it was never like the fifties and sixties they were never screaming like. Oh, I'm pregnant. How do I get rid of this baby? Like, it wasn't until Roe versus Wade where it became a thing, and it was wasn't uh, wasn't Roe or whatever wasn't uh, wasn't that a woman who just got pregnant, didn't want to have the child, so it was like, well, gotta get rid of this thing. Isn't that isn't that kind of how it all started? Because it doesn't seem like logical at all to me. So I see all these posts and I try and figure out where people are coming from, and I try and gain an understanding, and I literally can't. I just can't. Yeah, I so I said it wrong, but this makes much more sense. It's based on the 14th Amendment. There we go. <laughs> that any state can't deprive a person of life, liberty, property without due process of law or deny any person within the jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. And I think they tried to say, like, as a mother, you have the freedom to your life and liberty to do whatever the fuck you want with your body. Right. But what about the baby, man? Well, and that's where we always we always go back and forth on this. And, you know, we have people in the Discord. Shout-outs to Luxie, big anime fan. Anime holes coming soon, everybody. Don't fret. Uh, where, he, where he even made the comment, like, it's just a fetus. It's not even a baby. Like, it can't survive on its own, which, you know, that then, you know, the conservative side is, well, you know, people who suffer from retardation or people in a vegetative state can't live on their own it can't they can't survive on their own do we just do we eliminate them and go well if we're not really murdering or killing them you know we we're we're just kind of we're aborting them you know so i've always kind of i've never understood that argument like it's clearly a baby like i i don't know it's it's clearly I mean, you were a fetus at one point and so was i yeah i i, I that that's where i struggle with it like i want to i like my friends who are all really upset i i just don't understand the arguments like i can even go through some of them because just just by reading everything today it was all just it wasn't normally when stuff like this happens, it makes me mad today. I was just confused because I really was confused. <laughs> like, like the number one, obviously a lot of people men should not make rights about women's bodies. Well, there are several women on the Supreme court now who made this decision. So that's, we have women making decisions about women's bodies. We also have to look at Roe versus Wade. That was an entire male court. So those men made that law about women's bodies back then. So I've never understood that debate where it's like, oh, you white men don't want don't want these people to have babies or or, or want everyone to have unwanted births or or forced births, which is another thing I've never understood. You can't force somebody to to birth a child because that would imply you're forcing them to have sex. You're forcing the male to also ejaculate into the vagina and the sperm and the egg. Like there's a lot that goes into having a baby. I think this all goes in line with like this sexual mindset. I've been reading this Corinthian Zach. I'm getting ready to, to launch the Islandish Catholic. I didn't record anything this weekend because I kept reading and reading and reading and getting so entrenched in like the word that it was blowing my mind. Like, oh my gosh, we're all just we're all just slaves and we're all idiots. Miley Cyrus' new album is her ass. 
Like we're just, we're just so driven by sex, and we're trying to we're trying to finish at any moment. Ernest the Spliff Miller, what up, my friend? Thank you for the subscription. So I don't know, Zach. I'm just says rape exists, Vilides, you misogynistic bigot. And then I yeah, that's always says the argument. rape exists, Vilides, you misogynistic bigot. Oh, no. <laughs> that's always the argument that that people. That's one of the arguments. Like, what is? Do we have the numbers? Like, what are the percentages of of abortions like post rape? Less than five percent, or something like that. And, and look, you and I have gone back and forth on that. Like, I've even been a little more lenient on that. But I think if you are having sexual relations with somebody consensually and you know the risk of having sex like there's there's it should be advertised to people that aren't ready having a child is the worst std okay it is the worst std you can ever have it will completely alter your life and i i like that's that's one of the things that i just i go through instagram and see all these posts i don't get anyone's arguments because i feel like that's the be all end all like don't have sex just don't do it or Wear a jimmy, wear a bag, or use spermicidal lubes, shout out super bad, or be on birth control if you're a female. Like there's all of these steps, but the uh, I was reading several posts from from liberals today that was like men should get vasectomies when they're sexually active cuz those can be reversed. So can getting your tubes tied, but we we go back to our argument that Okay, if you want to have the baby, why can't I decide to financially not support it? Sure, yeah, there's, there's. I don't know. I get a choice. Well, and then this whole thing becomes about like women's rights, right? Now we're also in this trans revolution where what is a woman? Nobody can really tell. Poor kids it's, are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Are we infringing? Thank you so much, Cassidy, the man of Israel. Tomorrow is Star Wars Day, Geezy. Everybody's been jonesing about that as well. Oh, tomorrow's May the 4th. Wow. Yeah, so here, I, I got some stuff from a certain family member. But uh, she she shared a couple of things today. Forced birth in a country with the highest maternal mortality rate, no paid maternity leave, no universal subsidized child care, no continued birth parent care, and frequently inaccessible mental health care. So, again, that term forced birth implies that we made you have sex with somebody and get pregnant. Like, that's that's where the force comes in, right? Yeah. Like, what? <sighs> yeah, it's so frustrating. I People don't want consequences. I just found it, too. 1% at the most are rape and 0.5% are incest. So, well, <laughs> the incest. 74%. Quote, having a baby would dramatically change my life. <laughs> yeah, it, it's having a well, duh. Like it like again, it's the worst STD you can possibly get if you're not ready. I mean, a hundred percent would dramatically change your life. It dramatically changes everybody's like, life. Like if you oh. already have like seven kids and you're like, one more ain't gonna do me no harm, then yeah, I can understand you thinking like, yeah, it's not gonna affect my life. But yeah, if you're 20 years old, if you're 16, 20, 30, 40, having a child would change your life. Absolutely. Uh, there, and, and it really did change mine. I was talking to one of my coworkers uh, uh, the other day, maybe yesterday. And, you know, he was asking me like when, because just for, for our conversations, he's like kind of conservative. He's like, when did you know? Like you were a conservative, almost like asking somebody, when did you know you were gay? <laughs> it's like, when did you know you were like a conservative? And it was really once I had the child, once I started seeing everything that was happening all around me with sexual revolution, this and trans movement, that like all these things that I kind of was like, okay with when I was single. Cause it was like, yeah, as long as it's not affecting me, but now it's like, I got to watch out for like the future generation of like my family where they're going to grow up in a society where like the, the, the recommended apple 
podcast that I opened today was all being trans in LA. Like it was all just this weird shit, but quickly in the chat being conservative is the new gay. Like it really is like it's taboo to admit to that. You're conservative. You have to come out to people. You have to test the waters when you're in public. Like, yeah, well, with this fucking 8.5% inflation, you know, you kind of have to like, you kind of have to let it slip. Here's another great post that I got today. Uh, There is nothing pro-life about denying people comprehensive sexual education, making birth control harder to access, forcing others to give birth against their will, and stripping them of health care and food assistance afterwards. Now, that was said by our great leader, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. So that's another weird, like, comprehensive sexual education. Is that what we're doing by getting rid of abortion? Do you need to know anything other than... If it happens, you have a baby. When I was in fifth grade, we watched like a weird cartoon of, yeah, here's an erect penis going into a vagina. Your sperm comes out, swims up into the egg. The egg eats the sperm, grows strong, and becomes a baby. And that's it. Bob's your uncle. That That was what I learned. I didn't know that. I needed more sexual education because it seems like the new the new like leftist sexual education is like, well, you you're born and the doctor makes a guess or like there's that <laughs> guy that still fucking kills me with the guess. There, Just say a choice. There's girl. all these people. Well, and that's and I, I, I got into that philosophical argument again about choices and making decisions and how says you, that cartoon is why V ladies likes hentai uh, hentai is amazing. Nobody can, it's not even <laughs> porn. It's not, <laughs> it's not against religion at all. It's all cartoons. So well, you like futanari, don't you? I'm not sure what that is, but I love the sound of it. Whether it's food or porn, we're all in, we're all invested. <laughs> so, and, and like, like I'm saying, everything's a choice. And I know that a lot of people want to just admit that they're victims of their circumstance. And I can't help it that I'm this way, but you kind of can. And you're making it. Says, there's a big ass dick, but I'm not sure. Yeah, there's a big ass <laughs> dick. I don't know what I'm about to do with it. What you going to do with it? But I'm not sure. I don't know. Like th- that, that, that philosophy has totally changed my mindset where it's like, I, I chose to wear this shirt. I chose to go to work today. I chose to, you know, I, you make a choice every minute of your life and people just want to pretend like, well, no, I'm this way. So I can't make any other choices about it. Yeah. I, I listened to this fucking audio book three quarters of the way through. He lost me. Cause he got into like, he's religious, but he got into like Greek gods and you have a, purpose in your life and all this shit and i was like okay that's too much we but have purpose the islandish yeah, catholic his whole point is like everything negative in life is distracting you from who you're supposed to be and there's a giant section about being a victim and creating drama in your life to distract you from actually working and doing shit you should be doing it sounds like most people today just want to be a fucking victim like we always say they need you need your title dude you need, you need your, your category label. And people don't like hearing my, you know, when people ask about mental health or talk about it. And I, I give my speech. I, I was taking my bipolar medicine and I found my diagnosis. I, I need to just accept it and be that way. And then went to church, happened to be that Sunday. It was somebody talking about taking advantage, like working on your spirit, not focusing so much on your, like, like this body, but taking care of your spirit. And yeah, absolutely. Like, realizing that by you know through the power of prayer through the power of understanding that you're part of something greater and not being like oh well i hate my job and i hate my life so i'm just supposed to be dead just give me these drugs because they make me sleepy so i'll just sleep through the rest of it 
And that sucks. That's sad. That's really depressing. And I found a way out of it, but nobody wants my solution. People want a different solution. People want, oh, well, uh, I didn't get the job because I'm just not good enough. So nobody likes me. And then we see it all the time with, you know, people want to lean on. Uh, they have to fight. Well, it's all white men on top and I'm not a white man. So, I'm, a, you know, I don't have a, the same opportunities that you have. So a lot of people go through that. And it's really unfortunate because, yeah, pff, not the, not, yeah, my stuff like you can handle your own mindset. You can flip your own mindset. You can have a different appreciation for things. Uh, You'll that, also never get to the top. Blame everybody else for, for why you're not at the top. Yeah. Yeah. You never and, get there. And and my biggest thing really has just been mindset. It has been almost like Ethan Carter the Third, if we could talk wrestling. Control your narrative. Like if you don't like something that's happening in your life, the only person who's stopping you is you. You know, and I think it was Ray Lewis. You know, if we could talk about corny motivational speeches, he's like, you know, uh, I think he said hard work and or I think he said hustle. I think it was the, that was the term he was using. Like hustle is between you and you. You know, nobody could st- like nobody could stop how much you hustle. Nobody could stop how much work you put in. Like it's you versus you at the end of the day. And I think a lot of people lose sight of that. They want to blame society. They want to blame authority. And nobody wants to just take it by the balls and just run with it. And when you look at, and that's just a strange mindset for to people to have in general. But you've gone through it. We've all been depressed. Yeah, man, I'm just getting back to the gym and I feel so much fucking better. I think, do you know any like majorly severely depressed people that work out six days a week hard? I really don't. And I know like I was listening to Rogan and they were talking about that too. Like even today, I didn't go to the gym. I just rode the our stationary bike for like 15 minutes and it makes such a difference. Like I know something as simple as like an Apple watch. You like, you just see like, Oh, the rings are getting closer to closing. It's such a small motivational tool, but if you have a goal and you can push towards something, it gives you purpose and gives you motivation. And that's what, uh, like not, not necessarily fitness. Cause even I wouldn't say I'm in good shape, but I love just lifting weights because it is like, okay, I pull up the app. Okay. Last time I benched three thirty-five two times. Now I want to try and get it three times. And you just, you always are pushing yourself to do something greater than you did last week. Hell yeah, man. I'm back to, I want to run a marathon. I might run the Vegas marathon. Let's go to Vegas. Let's do it. Well, it goes down the strip. There's a, there's a Spartan race here in June. Uh, nobody wants to do it with me. That's the, the Cowboy Stadium one. That one's a lot, that one's a lot of fun. Then, then the outdoor one's going to be in October. So I think my stepdad wants to do the October one. So we're going to be running around the mud out there in Texas somewhere. So, uh, and I, that's a, that's advice I give to everybody. Like, even if you're doing, you know, 10 to 15 minutes a day, I just went to the doctor yesterday. He was like 150 minutes of cardio per week. Like that was his thing. He's like per day, bro. He was like, you're weightlifting, whatever. That's fine. We need at least 150 of cardio per week. So, okay. I mean, I get that. I, absolute minimum of 30 a day yeah and then look you get of cardio not weightlifting if you get 30 minutes of cardio a day we're giving you the weekends off that's five days a week times 30 150 minutes you are all set on your goals congratulations you're you're moving on to something bigger and better but and and the (laughs) roe versus weight thing like going back to it a lot of how did we get there what just happened i think we just started talking about the overall mindset of like 
that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The overall mindset of, of like, like a you have a choice of to not to have sex, but apparently that's not an option. It's not enough. Well, and and with and looking at Roe versus Wade, and now it's being up to the states. Isn't that kind of a good thing? And I know that like. Uh, because a lot of the wasn't li- it anyways haven't states been putting in their own laws and everybody's been pissed off about it they've so what's been, the big deal I guess they've been limiting it like because everybody whenever anything happens like a limit like it's a it's a ban there's an abortion ban it's like well no it's a it's you have six weeks to get your abortion they banned it it's gone it's eradicated because <laughs> even talking to Luxie uh, on Discord you know I, I he had mentioned like six weeks you know it. It's still a fetus, like you know. It's it doesn't even feel pain yet. So I threw it at you know, hey, at twenty weeks they do feel pain. You know, it's been shown that their brains developed enough to feel pain. Is twenty weeks too late? And he goes, yeah, that's just negligent. Like if you're pregnant that long <laughs> and you let it go that far, and then you're like, you know what, I want an abortion now. Let's do it now. Then yeah, that, like so there is a line where some people do have different you know I- ideas of when that line is. So look, other states are. Uh, other states kind of i think in my theory i think is more and more true like with this going away with roe v wade going away um i think that it's so obvious that the red states are going to get redder that's the ultimate goal is if you're if you're from california and you hate the the prices and you you're like i need to find another state to live that's more affordable States like Texas, who have had a huge influx of Californians, are now trying to find a way to counteract that. They're trying to find a way to prevent Texas from becoming California. What better way than to get rid of, like, the Californian's favorite law, which for some reason is abortion? Yeah, if you're going to want an abortion in the future, you're going to have to go to Washington, Oregon, California, New York, where else? Sure. Look, the the coast, I guess. Just hang out, <laughs> yeah. hang out by the oceans. That's where you're okay to to get your abortions. You know, the heartland of America, where we make most of the food and we we make most of the oil, like all the producing stuff, like the non celebrity Hollywood nonsense. Uh, that's where we're not going to let you. And, and and I think there's different lifestyles as well, which nobody wants to admit, especially when it comes to like the minimum wage and. I don't know how many more times I could say this, but minimum wage job equals a minimum wage life. So, <laughs> and, and I, I had to say that to somebody else on, and I didn't say it, but I had to on Instagram where they were talking about, you know, this house was one hundred and fifty thousand dollars x amount of years ago, and the minimum wage was eight dollars. Now that house is worth six hundred thousand dollars, and the minimum wage is eight dollars. Raise the minimum wage. I don't think you should be able to own a house working minimum wage. That's what every. Yes, thank you. That's what I say. <laughs> what the fuck? Minimum wage jobs are for like high school kids that are trying to just make extra money while mom and dad make eighty k a year. Like that's what minimum wage jobs are for. It's not for. I'm a single mother with three kids. All I can do is work at Popeye's. Like, no, you need to be it. And this goes back to having children and being responsible and realizing that you do need to have a bit of a plan. And yeah, you can still, you can get welfare. I like that people pretend that there's no government assistance. Meanwhile, people live off the government for years and oh, well, like there's no aid for, for if you have children, there's plenty of aid. Let's stop pretending there's not. You can, like people are getting child support. People are getting food stamps. You can get, the government will help you. So 
but that that's just another portion of it where minimum wage job, minimum wage life. But uh, the other the, argu- the other argument to that is small town Texas, like Pol- if you're in Polk, Texas, and you have a feed store, and you're just trying to have a kid work there on the weekdays after school, it's easier to pay him seven twenty five an hour. But for some reason, people in New York who don't even have jobs that are seven twenty-five an hour, they want to argue that the minimum wage is too low. It needs to be fifteen. It needs to be twenty. Which my argument to that is, why stop at twenty? What? When did that become the magic number? I think we need thirty-four an hour. I think they would be better off leaving it up to the states because in states, all the blue states, they jack it up super high, however they wanted, and people. They want to live there. They can fucking stay there, which is help us out in red states. But exactly. I mean, in Salt Lake, it's gone fucking ridiculous how much wages. And it's mostly because of fucking Amazon. Amazon just started paying people $20 an hour, regardless of what the fuck minimum wage was. Yeah. It just fucked everything up. I just got a note. Thank you so much, MDK3475. I just got a note here. From Zoom. Did they get rid of free Zoom? Is that what happened now? I just saw it as well. Why do we only have nine minutes? I don't know. I'm a little frustrated because now I'm being, it looks like they're letting me know, hey, by the way, free Zoom is also gone. So we'll just, maybe we'll just. Fucking inflation, dude. We'll take, exactly. We'll take a commercial break. But I feel bad for anyone who's, who doesn't understand why Roe v. Wade was, is, like, I don't know why abortion is just so commonplace for everybody. Everybody thinks it's a great thing. Everybody. Oh, and all these women who are like really upset, like, have they had abortions? Was this like something they really needed in their life or were they responsible enough to to understand? Like, I just I don't know this many people that were affected by it. And then they call it a basic fundamental human right. Like, I don't get that at all. Like, I really don't get like that's and, and what you were saying, like a man has nothing like that. Like, oh, well, I'm financially obligated if you decide you want to keep it. Like, and of course, a lot of men are scumbags and they'll just run off and do whatever because men become the enemy no matter what in this scenario for some reason. Like there's, well, you got me pregnant. It's like, well, you had sex with me, you know, unless, yeah. unless it's in the, the 99% where, or that's only in the 99%. The 1% is, you know, well, I didn't want to have sex and that person raped me and took away my choice. Then I, then I'm a little more lenient, like we were saying, but yeah, I, I'm never going to understand it, Zach. Roe v. Wade looks like it's been overturned. People are upset. I'm hearing this has the conspiracies are this has something to do with the midterms. I have no idea. Does do you think this at all affects the midterms? How does how does that work? I I saw that too. They're like, yeah, they're trying to redirect everything to abortion so that they can get Says the spotlight off of be circumcising they kid with no consent dog. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the foreskin. Come on. <laughs> fuck that one got me but yeah i i don't know i don't think so i hope it doesn't fucking matter i hope people are tired of gas prices and everything else that's fucked up so we'll see i like i know i'm in texas and i run into my fair share of liberals but even liberals that i know don't like joe biden and they are leaning more conservative in a lot of ways i think i think the democrat party as i said for many years has the greatest marketing team in the history of the world because a lot of the liberals don't even know why they're liberals. They just know they don't like conservatives. Like, being conservative is bad. Conservatives limit human rights. And con- conservatives, are they do this, this, and this. Like, there's just so many reasons to not even think about being conservative. Meanwhile, when you talk to people and you're like, well, your ideas are conservative. Why do you vote Democrat? <laughs> 
And it's like, well, yeah. I, I just I can't I can't be against human rights. Like that's the big like how did they convince you that Republicans are against human rights? Is it because I don't want my kid to be exposed to transgender stuff and you're okay? Like Joe Biden says it's like imperative that you get gender reassignment, uh, gender affirmation surgeries or whatever when you're a kid. Like I don't know how that can be a, like a firm. I don't know how that could be imperative at all. Maybe that's the difference is I'm more about a tradition and a legacy and a more logical and sensical society. And I think, I think liberals are a lot more live in the moment. Like we're not really thinking about the future. It's all about the now. Yeah. Well, and being progressive, sometimes they're just progressive to be progressive and not any other fucking reason other than like, we need change. The old way sucks. Well, I don't think it does suck. Maybe we're just getting <laughs> turned into old white guys. That has to be what it is. Well, and I and look, hey, I, I won't claim my whiteness, right? I'm definitely Mexican. My mom, <laughs> my mom admits it again. <laughs> she she was the 23 and me changed her mind for a little bit, but now she's back. We're back to being Mexican. Thank goodness. I was very worried there. But okay. so now that we're Mexican again, uh, I can say these things. And yeah, I, I, I well, I'm still a man. But I, I think that there's a lot more living in the moment, and it's it's more carefree. Like cutting your dick off and pretending you're a woman is such an in the moment decision that you have no thought about 50 years from now what this is going to be like. You're just thinking, well, I want to wear dresses and be a lady, so here's how I do that. And it's that doesn't like long term. It doesn't seem like that makes any sense. But hey, you do you right now. We'll figure the rest of this out later. So um, you know, I just thought about we make. People wait until they're 18 to get tattoos, but we want to let them fucking cut their dicks off at 12. Yeah, I've I, I've never – well, and they want to let children vote now. Like, that's the other thing because, well, hey, who's uh, – what's that chick's name? What's – um like, oh, I, this, I hate when people do this. I cannot uh, – Olivia Rodrigo likes Biden. I think I'll vote for Joe Biden. Billie oh, Eilish yeah. likes Joe Biden. I'll vote for Joe Biden. Like the whole celebrity thing and the whole Hollywood like persuasion really does influence children. So when they are growing up, how could how could anyone like you know Rudy Giuliani? You know uh, Ken Jeong walked off the Masked Singer when he oh, saw that this was man. Fucking ridiculous! Like, dude. He saw this guy. Oh my god! Who, who could oh. who could ever like a Republican? And I don't know. Maybe it's just small town USA, but. If you just pull everybody back and go, okay, ignore the celebrities who are making millions of dollars. Ignore, uh, like, ignore the politicians who have been in office for fifty years, but are telling you this country's corrupt. And come just back a little bit more and look at yourself. Okay, do you <laughs> want to be exposed to this? Do you want to live your life in the world like this? Do you want this? Do you want this? And I don't know. Like, I think the obvious one is gas prices and inflation. Like, that's a very easy one for Republicans or conservatives to go look. I know that everyone thinks the economy is cylindrical or whatever they want to call it, cyclical, and we're just going through a phase right now. But you don't no. think you don't think the mask mandates were a problem? You don't think the government spending's been a problem? How do we give thirty three billion dollars to Ukraine and all of our shit's still unbelievably expensive? Like the, <laughs> it, it's it's so it's hilarious to me that people are mad at Elon Musk for. Uh, we could, you know, whoever has forty four billion dollars to spend on Twitter should be able to do, you know, this, this, and this. Well, shit, he gave Twitter $44 billion. So maybe those people that have the $44 billion should take their checks and race to the food banks and give money and give that money to people. Like, we weren't in this for the money anyway. Like, it, we, we need to – everyone's trying to find their villain. 
but I think it's all misguided. We we clearly see that the blue cities are a certain way, blue states are a certain way. Like I live in I live in Texas. When people come and visit me and they go to Dallas, they're like it's kind of a shithole. I'm like, yeah, it's a fucking city. It's a blue city <laughs> ran by ran by a blue mayor who is okay with homeless people taking shits in the street. Dude, I I am starting to get excited to see what happens this next presidential election. <laughs> like, is Trump going to run again? What do you think? Oh, he has to. He has to. I believe him and DeSantis are going to be that team that everybody's been talking about because we need to have our own version of the super teams now. Like, they, they the Democrats, for all their, for all their, you know, possibly stolen election, which we'll get into about somebody wrote a book that nobody bought. So yeah, most popular president ever. Um, but you, you look at their super team. It's Joe Biden. Oh, we don't like Joe Biden. Hopefully he dies in office or he resigns. Who's up next? Kamala Harris. Uh Oh, I kind I kind of like Joe Biden now. Uh, okay. Well, hold on. What if Kamala goes out? Or it's Nancy Pelosi. Oh, my God. We are screwed. <laughs> so we need to have like a, oh, what if something happens to Trump? Oh, it's DeSantis, which liberals call him DeSatan, which I don't know where that comes from. But pff, he seems like a pretty chill guy. Yeah, I'm loving him. I don't think he can do anything wrong right now. But they Democrats will have to pull something out of their ass, like get Gabby Tulsa or what's <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gap, whatever. But she's almost conservative now. That's the other thing. Is, that's their only chance. She's like in the middle, but claims to be Democrat. They don't want that. They want they want AOC. They're waiting for her to get old okay. enough. You're, you're saying the Democratic Party doesn't want that, but you think most Democrats you know would want somebody reasonable? No. I, well, all the Democrats that I know, like as far as they're going to vote Democrat no matter what, they're going to vote for the most left they can go. People love AOC. I don't know why. I've never understood why she played Twitch with some terrorist. Like, so I, I don't know. I don't understand that. You know, she, she, it seems like she's kind of a whiny bitch, but Hey, she's our age and she's young and she's good looking. And we're used to old wrinkly white dudes. And, uh, it's been nice to get a refresh. So Zach, let's reconnect on zoom since it does look like they're limiting our time. So let me hit this button here. Cause I think that's hilarious. And we'll just call Zach right back. So, again, hashtags and headlines, we're here. So good to be here. Um, it is interesting uh, to see kind of the direction of the, the future of the Democratic Party. Because I do agree I do agree with, with Zach here that it is like who – if you were – like the liberals that we know. Who, Says my friends like Aok and they're both Blue City retard noobs. Aok. 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 Yeah. And, and that's that's – true i i think a lot of people that are clustered in these cities definitely favor aoc because she's from the city as well and we watched the looting and the rioting videos in san francisco and new york but that's not really the areas that like people are concerned about so it's totally different so before we get to uh deandre hopkins zach um i, I brought i mentioned it briefly let's just go through it real quick uh somebody wrote a book Zach. Now, did you hear about this? Do you know who the first lady Jill Biden is? I know she's the first lady and she's a doctor, isn't she? Yeah, it's some sort of. Yeah, not a medical doctor, I don't think. I'm not sure. She might just be one of those, like, doctor of fake. education. I think she is a teacher. Yeah, fake doctor. My, my cousin, who's a teacher, loves Jill Biden. And I, look, hey, I got nothing against Jill Biden. It's not like she's ever done anything to me or said anything ridiculous that I can recount. 
So uh, totally fine with her so far. But she wrote a book. Now, if the first lady wrote a book, how well or how bad do you think that book would do? Like, just kind of like, I don't know numbers for like New York Times bestsellers, but what do you think a book by the first lady would be? Didn't Michelle Obama fucking crush it? Yeah, Michelle Obama crushed it. She had a very successful book. Uh, look, it, it, we want to hear what's going on. This is a first. This is a firsthand account of what's going on in that White House. This is the wife. This is the first lady. This is she, sometimes these women are elected just as much as the men are. So the first family, if you will. So <laughs> let, let let's just reveal it, Zach. The new book by Jill Biden sells just 250 copies oh, in what? the first week. In the first week. <laughs> Two. Kevin had more viewers than that. 250. That's insane. That's mind bottling. <laughs> yeah, bottles your mind. <laughs> uh, a new biography about the first lady, Jill Biden, was just published, but not too many people seemed interested in it. This is all from AmericanLookout.com. The book has sold just 250 copies in its first week. Far more people will read this article than bought the book. Um, so then the watch. How is that possible? 250 copies? Well, and I guess in, in her defense, I didn't even know this book was coming out. I don't know when most books are coming out. I'm assuming this stuff would be advertised on CNN, MSNBC. Like, there's got to be several places where these books are being advertised. Uh, Dr. Dud, <laughs> Jill Biden's biography sells 250 copies. So this is from the Washington, the, the Free Beacon. American people are decidingly disinclined to pay $26 for a, <laughs> for a book about the life of President Joe Biden's primary caretaker. <laughs> Politico reports a recently published biography of Jill Biden. Uh, yeah, education. So it looks like it's a EDD. She, it sold just 250 copies in its first week of circulation. Uh, Ouch. I, I can't, I can't imagine. Like, it's so silly to me. All right, so Politico reports. Uh, the Political article, which documents the professional anxiety of White House correspondents who find it boring and difficult to cover an administration whose policies they wholeheartedly support, cites the poor sales of a Jill a biography of the First Lady by AP reporters Julie Pace and Darlene Superville as an example of why journalists are so bummed out right now that a Democrat is in charge. Like, And we, we talked about this quite a bit. Like, you, you CNN ratings plummeted. Like, people hated Donald Trump, but he was ratings, baby. Like, that was the <laughs> – like, that was what people kind of, you know, hated to admit was, oh, this guy's such a piece of shit. He's terrible. He's ruining our country. But, man, the ratings are through the roof. People are buying books. Whatever we're putting down, they're picking up. And this is just another example of, is this guy the most popular president in history? Is Like, did, did 81 million people actually vote for this guy? Or did 81 million people just vote to not have Trump in? Because all of this, to me, just makes me feel like the election was bullshit. And I know that's taboo. we got to put a disclaimer on this episode now. But, come on. 250 copies? Come on, dude, that's, I like, I, I can't fathom how it could be so low. You could sell 250 copies of a, a bullshit book you made up. Well, if I, honestly, if I like really went around saying like, Hey, and now $26 is steep. Now I like, I understand yeah. the price of a book is a little tricky to navigate sometimes because 
like when a, there'll be digital books that come out that I, I want to get. I'm like, why is it $18 digital? And then you look on Amazon and the paperback's 14. You're like, well, I guess I gotta get a paperback. You know, <laughs> like so. So I, I, I'm. I think mo- most people are that way. Like, do I want to go hardcover? Do I want to go paperback? Do I want to go digital? Like, you have several. Do I want to buy it on Kindle? Do I want to buy it on Apple eBooks? There's several ways. Do am I just gonna get the Audible? There's so many ways to consume literature now. It's, it's kind of you know twenty six dollars to put out a book, and isn't there like PR teams that shop this stuff around like? Hey, are we, can we get some interest in it? Are people do people actually want this fucking book? And apparently not. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why I thought of this, but I was just thinking of fucking Goggins. Did you know the story when he tried to people tried to buy his book originally? No. So he wrote his book. His first offer was for like something stupid, like three thousand dollars, because the publishing company was like. You're a fucking black marine, blah, blah, blah. He's like, There's, nobody's going to read this fucking book. Black <laughs> people don't give a fuck about a marine. And then he was like, people aren't going to give a fuck about if I'm black or not. They're just going to like the story. So pass on that. Next one gives him a $300,000 offer once Goggins starts getting popular, turned it down, and ended up publishing it himself. But... That just tells me they do some type of fucking research. Otherwise, I, I was going to ask you, like, who fucking published this book? Do they do it themselves and just say, oh, well, people will buy it? Yeah. And, like, I hope they do fucking research. Otherwise, what the fuck are they doing? There's got to be there's got to be research that goes into it. Like, even uh, well, and, you know, there's there obviously people are ragging on it. Jill Biden sold. This is Pamela Hensley. Chill by its biography only sold 250 copies this week, but they got 81 million votes. Sure. Like, <laughs> like that's what all of us were saying when, when I saw this headline. It blew my mind. Like, that's so few books. That really is. Like, if you went into, like, I was at a church one time and some guy was, hey, I, my book's for sale in the lobby. It's 10 bucks. He probably sold 250 copies. Like, there's. Oh, easy. Like, how do you not, like, in your first week, like, don't you do a book signing on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? You can get a thousand copies sold. I, I don't think that's an impressive number whatsoever, but it's still more. Like, it's, it's still more than 250. Like, I don't know what, what good book numbers are, are but. <laughs> like what was like what's the first week record first week of book sales like for it's got to be like deathly hollows maybe uh <laughs> i mean i'm seeing i'm seeing kind of interesting it looks like you know bob woodward's fear now isn't that the one isn't that with donald trump isn't that where he talked about let's see let's 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 open this up cuz i know bob woodward yeah, Fear, the Trump in the White House, Bob Woodward. Bob Woodward's runaway bestseller, Fear, Trump in the White House, has sold more than 1.1 million copies across all formats in its first full week on sale. So, sure, it's a book that's obviously not going to paint Trump in a good light, but it sold 1.1 million copies, and I, I, it doesn't show what the price is. But And Bob Woodward, obviously, this is the guy that leaked the tapes about Trump was, you know, Trump knew about COVID before before he let the public know because he didn't want to cause a widespread panic. He didn't want everyone to go buy all the toilet paper and shit. So, <laughs> so yes, look at this book. I mean, Trump sells, and it looks like the Bidens don't in this scenario. 
uh, I the article I was looking at earlier says all Trump books, so I'm assuming that includes triggered and sure. anything about Trump's have outsold Biden books ten to one. Yeah, well, because even the even liberals don't want to read this shit. Like they they don't care. They they like having their villain. They like having because Biden's not their hero. This wrinkly old white guy who's who has all of these idiotic remarks. There's never been a senator from Delaware, or whatever he said the other day. Like he constantly <laughs> says dumb shit constantly. So they're not proud of this guy. They're just happy that Trump's not in office. Like that's that's their thing. So once they got rid of their villain, the movie was over. So for them, they're all just kind of, oh, well, at least Trump's not in office. Now, well, the fun part for them is he might come back. We need to take care of this country as much as we can because he might come back. So, like, I see. I, dude, I'm at the point I don't want him to come back because I think that's their only chance of winning. Whose? It needs to be like the Democrats. No way, dude. Trump's coming that's back. That's their only chance is to get everybody to vote against him again. Every Latino that I know is ready to vote for Donald Trump. Like People people who used to not like Donald Trump and they couldn't tell me the reasons why other than he's racist. Like All of those people <laughs> who were just kind of uneducated and just read hashtags and headlines, they're all kind of coming around now because I think everybody's sort of realizing when you make a decision based on, well, I just know I don't really like the orange one. Like when you're making your decisions <laughs> like that, you're you're kind of not understanding. Oh yeah, I'm voting for a guy who said, if you vote for me, your taxes are going to be raised, not cut. I'm not making that up. That's a clip that you and I have played on this on this before. So yeah, absolutely. People that are taking this next election a little more seriously, other than, oh well. You know, I, I don't like the orange one. I, you know, I just, as long as we can get peace and somebody that's respectable in the White House, which, you know, I've even had family members say that. Like, if he wasn't so abrasive, it's like, where does it say the president doesn't have to be abrasive? If anything, fuck Vladimir Putin. Here's a guy who's going to shake his hand and pull him in and say, no, hey, if you fucking do any bullshit, I'm going to be very upset. And I will rule you. You look at what happened in Crimea under uh, under Barack. You now look at Ukraine under Biden. How, what what was in the middle of those two guys that prevented Russia from doing anything? The Donald. The Donald. So speaking of tyrants, Arizona Cardinals star wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins has been suspended for six games for violating the NFL's policy on performance enhancing drugs. Now. Now, D Hop is shocked and confused. He's already be like, "What the <laughs> hell?" Like, what? And I, I don't like when they say performance enhancing because what does that list really entail? Isn't it? Isn't Adderall on that list? Yeah, I think any. Well, Adderall's meth, basically. But yeah, I don't know. I, that's a good fucking question. Is it just anything except weed, cocaine, and heroin? Uh, well, steroids, steroids is obviously one of them. Estrogen blockers are probably another. Testosterone boosters are, are probably another thing you're not allowed to take. Like I don't know all of the, the ins and outs. We know we know A Rod found a way around it for a while. Um, Doug, well, Sand, when, dude, when's the last time we got an NFL suspension for PEDs? Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Was like, who got popped recently? Who was the last big guy like this to get popped? Because I feel Brian like a lot Cushing. Of, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. I feel like a lot of times it'll be like an offensive lineman or something that we're not really familiar with, where it kind of makes sense. Hey, I'm trying to get in shape. I'm recovering from an injury. I think Edelman didn't he have a PED suspension because he was recovering from an injury and he just was taking steroids or something. Like, I'll take the two so, game yeah. suspension. I don't give a fuck. I gotta come back. 
<laughs> I gotta, yeah, I wouldn't have been back for eight weeks if yeah, you didn't. So I got to get back. So, yeah, and I get it. But um, so DeAndre said, I was confused and shocked. I am very mindful of what I put in my body, and I always have taken a holistic approach. So I'm working with my team to investigate how this could have happened. But even as careful as I have been, clearly I wasn't careful enough. For that, I apologize to the Cardinals fans, my teammate, and the entire Cardinals organization. I never want to let my team down. I fully intend to get to the bottom of this. As soon as I have more information, I will share it. So this is a little shocking. I mean, you know, the Ravens also just added Marquise Hollywood Brown uh, to their uh, to their roster, to their lineup. So uh, kind of a – Maybe this is why. Do you think they knew it was coming down the pipe? No, you don't want to – you can't bring on a Marquise Brown because he's going to make some big money coming up here, right? You – would you make a fiscal investment based off of somebody's going to miss six games? Do you have any other wide receiver? Uh, AJ Green didn't they have a pretty stacked? Uh, well, they lost Christian Kirk. They probably st- I don't know who they all have now. Are you a Cardinals guy? Nathan Weller loves the fucking Cardinals. In college, they were legit when they had who was it? Larry Fitzgerald and Anquan Bolden at the same time. Yeah, yeah, they had uh, they were pretty. They stacked. were fun. Yeah, cars. They cr- just have. Who what? Who's the quarterback? Well, they had Kurt Warner for a while. I mean, that yeah. definitely helped. They had Kurt Warner, then Carson Palmer played pretty well there for a little bit. So, you know, they they had some years there. I don't like Kyler Murray. I, I think that's kind of the big thing. I'm from Texas. <laughs> he's from here. Everybody who knows him says he's a huge piece of shit. So it's just kind of tainted my view of him because he's another. Ki- so he's one of these these Texas high school football people that he's from. They're the fucking worst, dude. He's from Louisville, right? He's from Louisville, Texas, my community, which got uh, tear gassed. Kevin's camp, holy shout outs. And uh, he, his dad like was the, the groundskeeper or something at Allen high school, which is a football powerhouse. Like their football stadium costs billions of dollars. It's clearly <laughs> like, if you want to get to the NFL, you got to go to Allen high school. So because his dad like worked for Allen, they were able to, somehow get Kyler out of Louisville school district and plop him into Allen. So he would play mm-hmm. there and not at Louisville. So nobody liked him. Everybody kind of thought he was a big baby and his dad really took care of him. And you kind of hear conspiracies like, uh, like padding touchdown numbers and stuff. Like remember in, uh, what was that in, um, uh, varsity blues where the running back was like, coach just wants some white boy to run the ball in. It's kind of the opposite of that because it's Kyler Murray, but it was like, hey, this is a passing situation or this is a running situation. Well, Kyler needs to throw a touchdown for his stats, so we're gonna throw. <laughs> like, so we're gonna throw it. Like we're trying to get Kyler Murray to the NFL. Goddamn it! Or is he worse than Spencer Rattler? No, probably not. I, dude, I cannot stand that fucking guy. They're all the same. Have you seen QB one? No, I don't watch. I've tried to watch a little of it. Everyone tells me I would like it because I loved Last Chance You U. will suck its dick. It's so good. <laughs> I like Last Chance You. I just could not get into QB1. They had like the three. It wasn't Jake Fromm, one of them. They they, they, had, yeah. a, they had a couple guys, and one of them was really quiet and like a Marcus Mariota type, and I was like, I don't want to watch this. Last Chance You was real, and it was gritty, and it was it, – it wasn't the QB1s. It was the QB9s, and that's what I loved about it was – it was, oh, season two is J- Justin Fields too. Oh, I know Justin Fields. So, and I get it. Like, that's probably fun. To, maybe that's why I like Last Chance You more because it was like the underdog story where QB one is the Golden Boys who can't have any missteps on their way to college. But it, it's not, dude. They have a good. They have a good mix. 
No, I need they, like each season has like the guy. Like Spencer Rattler is one season, Justin Fields is one season, Jake Fromm is one season. But in those seasons, there's also like the the, the guy across town that's really fucking good, but the school's not that great. But they're still in contention. It's good, man. You would fucking love that show. I'm loving uh, Last Chance You, where people are getting kicked out of this community college for stealing money from people. Like, I, I'm I'm <laughs> loving it. I like the, the the drama and the crime, and it, you know, there was a great episode where Donald Trump was elected president during during the show, like during the filming, and you know, the one of the the advisors was like, "What do you guys think about that?" And all the all the players, same thing. My life's still gonna suck no matter what anyway. I was like, jeez. <laughs> like, whoa. And I kinda almost respected that viewpoint. Like it wasn't like, oh, Trump's we're fucked. Trump's president now. It's like, no, my life already sucked. It's still gonna suck. <laughs> no matter who the yeah. no matter who the president is. I'm from some ghetto in Florida and I'm at some community college trying to make it to a D one school so I might be able to make it to the NFL. Like their whole mindset and process was so geared towards the NFL, and, and this is a, a problem that we've talked about with 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 the with the black community, where a lot of these kids are taught like it's either sports, music, prison. It's like whoa, like you can get jobs and do other things, but when you're watching Last Chance U, it's just an affirmation that no, you have to go down this route. I've never seen Last Chance, so I'll take your word for it. I might check it out. If you like, you need. You like the Patriots and QB1. You like the Golden Boys, all right? I like grit. I like people that fuck up. I like Limp Biscuit. I mean, I like Limp Biscuit and fucking Kid Rock, man. <laughs> uh, DeAndre Hopkins will be allowed to play during the preseason. He's going to practice with the team, but he's going to miss six games. Isn't that steep? That's a lot of games. Yeah, I mean, you can knock your wife out and get the same amount, so. Yeah, isn't that where do they? How do they decide this stuff? Because some people like. Do you want to know how? How? They throw shit at the wall. Because <laughs> didn't Edelman only get two games? Brady got four games for the the deflated balls. It really does seem like a random mishmash of well, let's just throw six out there. And uh, well, Adrian Peterson, he missed a whole year. Like it's. I don't know how they make they they make their minds up about these you know suspensions and and you know it's bizarre to me. Like even Trevor Bauer, two years suspended from the MLB without pay. You kind of have to like, was he found guilty? Well, no. Oh, two two years without pay, <laughs> sixty million dollars. We'll hold it from him. Uh, I has there been any updates on fucking uh, your boy that got traded out of the Texans? Oh, uh, is he getting Deshaun? suspended or not? I don't know. They haven't. They haven't. <laughs> well, if the going rate for taking steroids is six games, I don't know what the uh, the the rate is for being accused of getting multiple hand jobs from masseuses. Like that's got to be twelve at least, right? They they have to throw something at him that they, that that is a little more severe than what DeAndre did, right? I think so, but who knows? The NFL does whatever the fuck they want, dude. Yeah, and, and and I think look, and I said to Sean Watson, if he was guilty, he would be in jail. Like if he's this monster, he would be behind bars. I know Michelle Beadle doesn't like that answer, and Clarissa Thompson doesn't. They don't like that answer. They don't like that the NFL is protecting a man. We're protecting these athletes, all right. Uh, but there's got to be proof. They they there is a criminal justice system. There's due process. If all of these women did get together and make it up for financial means, 
than they did. Sorry, that's what happened. That's what seems more likely at this point than anything. So, is that the problem with me too? That was the big it's problem. It's really easy to be like me too. I want that money. Me too. I went on a bad date with Aziz Ansari, and I and he, he I sucked his fingers, and I thought it was weird afterwards. <laughs> like that sucked his fingers. Yeah, these are real stories. Like girls, like ladies were coming out with like bad dates and saying me too. It's like that's not what we're. We're looking for the villains here. We're looking for Bill Cosby's. We're looking for like the real sexual deviants here. Okay, we're not worried about you went on a bad date and sucked a guy's finger. Like, no, let's let's settle down a little bit because that's the other thing. Is like, well, I was thinking no, but I did it anyway. You know, like that that never mm-hmm. goes well. Well, what happened with the uh, Bill fucking Murray? Didn't he just? Didn't they just try and cancel him? I just saw that headline today. I don't have that on my list at all. There's so many other things that I wanted to get to. Um, <laughs> it says inappropriate behavior, but I saw a quote from him that he's like, I clearly did something thinking it was funny and other people didn't think it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know the details either, but could be still Bill fucking Murray. You never know when it's Bill Murray because it seems like he was untouchable. He seemed like one of those guys that. Every, and when you're that old, who gives a fuck? Everybody just kind of agreed, like, well, he's Bill Murray. Like, he's a national treasure. Where he can't be canceled. There's nothing. People don't even like Joe Biden that much, but he can go around touching kids all the time. Oh, he loves kids jumping on his lap. So, yeah. uh, speaking of deviants, uh, I so this was, and, I, and I, I know we did a lot of this last week, but we got to bring it up. So, there was a school in Pennsylvania, and uh, they did, you know, hey, this is a free country. This is America. So... The teachers decided to, I don't know, let's have like, you know, a fun little drag show at the school. Like, you know, and I don't know if this is the teachers that are doing this, Zach, but come on. There, we, oh. There's a whole drag show that happened at like a school. Like when I was in high school or whatever, there there was these people that came in like colorful overalls that were going like, who, what, where, who, what, where. The basis of every story is who, what, where. Like, you know, just silly songs and stuff. Our principal would get the guitar like uh, dirt made my lunch. Dirt made my lunch. You know, <laughs> like just silly bullshit. Like this is what kids are getting when – uh, or even in high school, we would have, you know, uh, my name is Chris Sanders. I played for the Tennessee Titans. Follow your dreams. Work hard. And uh, you can go anywhere in life. Just keep as long as you put in the work. It's like, that's awesome. Now in high school, they get this kind of stuff. So for those on the podcast, it, it's just a drag show. I mean, it literally is a bunch of dudes wearing... Like, this one's wearing, like, knee highs and a one-piece bathing suit. Is this, like, wait, wait, wait. This isn't students. No, 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 no. These are teachers. Because I'm like, wait, these trannies are dancing way too good to be students. No, these are all adult men. Yeah, so this is, so, uh, it's a, so this is what the Hodge twins, your boys, this is what they wrote. It's a free country. You can have a drag show. But why involve kids? Why weren't the parents notified? Lancaster, Pennsylvania, an erotic drag show featuring professional dancers was held at the high school on Monday after school hours. It was announced to all the students attending school during second period that day. Allegedly, no permission slips were issued or signed by parents for the event. I would be livid. This is why people like me are freaking out. Like, I'm going to have to deal with... Like, my, my kid's going to be in high school, and this is going to be perceived as normal? There's a drag show at a school? Like, we're at this point. Like, I know that a few months ago we talked about uh, 
what was it, Drag Queen Storytime, where there was a library in Houston where drag queens are reading fun books to children, and the parents were like, the parents, they interviewed the parents, I don't know, it just seemed like a fun idea to introduce my kids to something new. Like, that was literally their, like, excuse for why they were doing it. And I'm looking at this, like, what... What good does this do for the children that are there, that are there, that are seeing it? Like we would see, you know, there would be local skateboarders who would put on like skate demos, and that would be, you know, hey, this is a this is athletic. This is something you could do as a hobby or as a sport. We're doing it as a career. Check this out. Like, what what is this helping people do? Absolutely nothing. I, I mean, it was after hour. I don't know. I just thought, you know what? There's always going to be football players. And basketball players and dudes that'll see this and be like, what the fuck is this? I, damn it, I hope so. I still hope, <laughs> like, I know that, I know that that's considered toxic masculinity now, but I hope that we have enough toxic masculinity left in us. This society has just enough left to realize, what the fuck was that? You know, like, I, I, I <laughs> yeah. like, I know we, we, t- and, and look, now there's a whole organization about, you know, protecting trans youth or t- protecting LGBT youth. We've all heard of the Trevor Project, right? So, and, and obviously, like, weren't the '60s really gay? Like, doesn't are we just ignoring that it's will come back around here? Dude, I don't think anything was as gay as as that. I think that was the gayest thing I've ever seen. But the '60s in San Francisco. Here's where I also, I as a parent, as as an adult, I start to freak out because the Trevor Project, a nonprofit LGBTQ. Advocacy organization provides a way for children to chat with their counselors. That includes a quick exit feature that automatically quits and erases your browser history to keep parents in the dark. So, like, does this seem healthy? Like, this just this is so creepy and invasive. And we hear the term groomer being thrown around a lot now. And isn't this just grooming? Like, hey, your parents have no say in, in your in your upbringing whatsoever. It, it belong like we're going to do it for you. We're going to handle everything. Don't worry. Quick exit. We're your counselors. We know better than you do. Like, hey, you know, if you feel like sucking a dick, go do that. Exercise that urge. <laughs> Bro, there's going to be so many monitoring apps on my kid's computer. It doesn't matter if your browser history is fucking cleared. Okay. Key logger, <laughs> internet logger, everything. Well, and even I will like, know all of your passwords. If I go to log into your account and the password doesn't work, you phone's gone for a month. Well, and even like this little, so they give us a little cartoon story right here where, you know, this is, this is an example of how it all works. Like, so the uh, boy number one says, uh, and that's why that's why it's been so hard to be at home lately. And then the blonde haired kid, kid number two, have you considered texting the Trevor Project about it? Uh, kid one, I can't. My parents, they check all my text. And then this kid, hey, no worries. I would fuck this kid up. I'd be so annoyed <laughs> if this kid was like, we're not monitoring your text to be assholes. <laughs> like, we care about you. You're our responsibility until you leave the house. Uh you can chat with them online at trevorchat.org. They have a quick exit feature. If you hit the escape button three times, it quits and erases your browser history. Point number one. Oh, nice. So, yeah. This uh, is fucking stupid. Why do they put it in a cartoon like this? Uh, b- because it's, it, this is for kids. If you're a kid who's, who might be going through this, you're going to think, oh, pfft. Perfect. I'm so glad I found this cartoon strip today. I was going to look at the new Marmaduke, but luckily I found this bullshit. 
so the Trevor Project says there are safe and anonymous ways to reach out for support. And the comments just are, I can't believe it. I'm so happy to see less represented forms of queerness in the cartoon. Like, because that's the other thing is, you know, these kids look like, like cisgendered kids, cisgendered straight white kids. Like, <laughs> like this is where we're okay with there's no diversity. We don't want to see any like really queer mixed race children. We need white boys to turn gay. Like that's what we're going for now. <laughs> Why are they just targeting white boys too? But I feel like all these people need to watch the uh, South Park episode where Butters thinks he's bisexual. Says the high school kids here are visibly and audibly gayer. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and I, and I talked about this. I think with my cousin, I was I was saying, you know, the Gen. I think it was Gen Xers. You're looking at maybe a ten percent, like, or maybe it was millennials. It was millennials is a ten percent gay rate, which is double what it was for Gen X. And then Gen Z is a, is a 20%. So we keep talking about, like, oh, you can't make people gay. Well, we're doing it. So we have stats and data to back it up that you can make people gay. It's possible. I, do you think that? I think we're just – I think there's always been a fuckload of gay people. I just think they had to hide it before. I don't I, know how much – like, is would anybody convince you to be gay? No, but that's – that that's the difference is I think that when I'm talking about like we're talking about things like Buzz Lightyear like this new Buzz Lightyear movie is going to have a female on female kiss right so if you're a kid you're being exposed to that way younger than you were before you're being told this is more normal than it was before because even as I was introduced to to anything that was homosexual coming up in my life it was always expressed that this is taboo this is a little more risque this is raunchy and that was how it was framed to me. It was never framed as, hey, if you're gay, that's cool. Hey, if your parents are resisting you being gay, discreetly message this service and we'll talk to you about, you know, there's the parents can't handle it at all. It's got to be done through this, you know, this discreet thing. I, I do think that if you show enough children, like how to, like if we, in the, from the beginning of their lives, if we show them that men on men stuff is cool, men on women stuff is cool. I had a friend, uh, one of my friends' little brothers when we were growing up. Uh, he was actually Dylan's age. Uh, the the friend was Dylan's age. His little brother. He was wearing dresses and stuff when we were kids. Like his mom would just dress him in in dresses, and he would wear high heels and wear makeup. And it was from that age where I think he wanted to do it. She just made him do it or let him do it. Whatever it is, there was never a resistance to, hey, maybe try and be a boy. Here's the long term. Here's what happens when you go down this route compared to this route. And maybe if he is exposed to more macho, more masculine stuff and put in more situations, maybe there is an option to maybe keep – because I swear, young kids are malleable. We can convince them to do anything. <laughs> okay, please come convince my kids to listen to me. Oh, I'm coming. I will. I'm the hammer, dude. I know kids can get out of line. People, I had to yell at someone else's kid the other day, and <laughs> and, and the mom was okay with it. The mom respected me for it because she was like, "We just need him to listen." And I go, "I know. That's what I was trying to do. I was giving him a lot of one-on-one -on -one attention." And he just he was doing that. We were playing baseball, and he kept like pointing around and wasn't paying attention. So we he got his name yelled. And he kind of looked at me like, holy shit, no one's ever done that. It's not about the yell. It's about, like, just the emotions that I'm, I'm throwing at you. Like, <laughs> Bill Burr used to say, like, you know, your dad would never hit you, but there was always the threat that he would. And that's what yeah. we're missing in today's society. Kids don't think we're going to hit them. They need to think that we still might hit them. I mean, my kids do, and that doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> well, just make sure they're not messaging Trevor Project and – 
Look, I, I think suicide prevention is a great thing, but I also think that this direction and the, the stats even prove that trans suicide is still like among the highest even after transitioning. So it's it, it's not necessarily that this is working. We're giving money and we're giving resources, but I'm not sure if it's helping the way we thought it would. It's like Black Lives Matter all over again. I so what is who's funding this Trevor project? We like, are who the fuck is Trevor? <laughs> Probably I, Trevor. I think is a young boy that did commit suicide as like a as a homosexual youth, but it's being funded by you know major cell phone companies and. Uh, all these corporations that are cool with it. Anyone who wants to have the woke virtue signaling, like, you know, when BLM was collecting all that money, Verizon donated a million dollars and my rates went up, so who the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah, I wonder how much... I've never thought of that. I wonder how much companies do that where they funnel their money and we're paying more because of what they want to fund. Oh, when I when I left State Farm, they I let them know that it's like, oh, is this because we got Drake in a fucking commercial? Like my rates went up like well, like who isn't Nike the worst for that? Like Nike shoes cost hundreds of dollars because of all the marketing, not well, because of they, how much the fucking shoes cost. Yeah, because it cost them eight cents for some kid in Vietnam to sew <laughs> it together. But but yeah, absolutely. All of it is the marketing. Marketing. All of it is uh, the branding of it and sp- athletic endorsements. That's what drives me nuts about State Farm. Like I said, it's really stupid that. You guys are saying, oh, you're sorry. Yeah, it went up another 50 bucks a month. Like 50 a month? Like that's. Do we really need Jake that bad? Do we, well, no, let's keep Jake. Get rid of fucking Paul Rudd and, and Drake <laughs> and get rid of uh, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Like just have a guy stand in front of a, a green screen and just, hello, my name is Jake from State oh, Farm. Oh, dude, you, the Liberty Mutual one is good. The dumbass who's like uh, Liberty Bibbity. Yeah, that guy's great. How, how tied are you to Mutual? Can we just be Liberty? Yeah, and that guy's, they don't need any big That guy fancy, got paid like two grand. They don't need fancy celebrities in there like running around. You know, it's, uh, uh, hey, it's me, Lady Gaga. You should call Liberty Mutual. Like, no, nobody's doing that. Like, it's they're keeping it simple. And it, like, are we just idiots? Like, who fucking gets state farm because lady gaga was on a commercial yeah right. I, I don't understand marketing in that way at all it it, I, it has to work on some people some people have it has to work on them because i know for me like i'm with progressive right now and it really was like a i filled out a survey and it was here's here's all the available rates and i picked state farm or i picked progressive like that's exactly that's all it was or hey like i think when i signed up for state farm it was they just cold called me and they were like hey have you thought about switching to State Farm? We have great rates that fit any budget. And I was like, let's take a look. And it was like 190 And I'm like, this is great. And then after a year, it was 350 And I'm like, hey, uh, I think you guys kind of – hit you with that introductory rate. I think you kind of hoodwinked me, so I think I think I need to get out of this relationship. So, um, gosh, there's so much more to get to, Zach. However, we are against the wall here. Uh, I'd like to reiterate, yes, this will be on the Vleeties feed as well. Uh, if you're listening to this on the hashtags and headlines feed, this is the series finale. This is that streams finale. We're moving on to bigger and better things over on Podbean. So I'm excited about that, Zach. This it, has been a long time coming. Okay. Hey, I might be available Thursday. Oh, don't tease that because I'm probably not available Thursday. Like I know, oh, I know a lot of people are begging for the Thursday streams, but I'm just. Now that I do Tuesday, Wednesday, it's been kind of nice to have Thursdays for for some shit. So um, then maybe I'll be on Twitch. I don't know. We'll there see. you go. Or maybe I'll be on Thursdays. Who knows? I'm actually, Who- like 
playable in Apex, so it's not embarrassing to stream. Oh, we didn't even talk about gym yawners. Before we go, Zach, is there anything more fucking annoying than some guy who's at the gym yawning everywhere? If you're yawning, get the fuck out of the way. This is gym intimidation, like the reverse way. Like I, I bring up gym intimidation as like some guys, you know, squatting 500 pounds, looking at you as you're squatting 225, and you're like, I'm a piece of shit. And the other night, last night, there was some guy, like he would do his set of curls. He would, you know, first of all, he's doing like the I have ninety pound bar and I can't curl it, but I'm kind of swinging it, yeah. and I'm doing a curl. And then as soon as he drops the bar, he I'm I don't want to do it because it's gonna make me yawn for real. I'm about to yawn. Just thinking about it. Like he lets out like a ferocious lion. Oh, you fuck, dude! The biggest yawn. And I think everybody in here is yawning now. <laughs> everybody in the chat's yawning. In your car, you're probably yawning as well. So imagine being at the gym, loaded with pre-workout, ready to fucking roll. And then there's just some asshole who's yawning like he's getting paid for it. He's yawning <laughs> in between each set like it's part of the workout. It's, okay, when you're done, make sure that you stretch the muscles, keep the blood flowing, get a sip of water, take a couple deep breaths. Like, no, his, his in-between-the-sets thing was... He's got to get that oxygen, dude. I was like, dude, you were like killing my vibe. Go he, away. Get out of here. And he was so close to me. I was very annoyed. So I just like I wanted to video him and I wanted to shame him publicly shame him for the amount of yawning. But I, wanted- I almost did a video today. There was a girl like one ninth squatting on the leg press machine. <laughs> It was frustrating. I only do single legged like, but like while on her phone. Yeah, actively doing that's the, the new thing. Is yeah, people just like, oh, I'm on my phone, I'm doing something. But yeah, and even yeah. in the chat, quickly is like, how do you yawn while you're working out? I don't know. I don't <laughs> like because once the yawning starts, it doesn't stop. So I'm like, oh, this guy's making me tired. He's tired, obviously. Take your pre-workout, put on your music, and get to work. It should be there. Should be no yawning at all. And this guy was just Magic Johnson over there, just fucking <laughs> Magic Johnson. <laughs> he would not stop yawning. It was so frustrating. So if you're listening to this in the future, always remember, don't yawn at the fucking gym. Keep it to yourself. Get a gym rag. Cover your face so nobody can see or experience your yawn with you. So, Zach, any parting words? <sighs> Trump 2024. Trump 2024, that's my man Geezy. Less than one minute on Zoom. So I think the I think they've came for Zoom officially, dude. It's We're it. fucked, dude. What happened? Oh, uh, we'll just go into Discord. So Discord next week. Yeah, Zoom, 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 they, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom has ruined uh, their, their time here on hashtags. Well, then goodbye life. unless if I could cut off right now. Uh, 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 I don't know. This, uh, is the, this is the longest less than one minute ever. Zach, <laughs> it's less than one uh, Zach, have a good night, my friend. I will talk to you very soon, maybe even Thursday. Oh, he's gone. It did work the way we thought that it would. So I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, I will have Sonic Gino on the other side. Again, if you're listening on the hashtags and headlines feed, we're moving. We're rebooting this entire thing. We're moving to Podbean. I already have the Vleeties episodes over there. I don't think I'm taking the H&H episodes over there. Also, I have big plans for Subscribestar. Just going to load. If you want it to be re-niched, 
because we're going to de-niche. Everything's a de-niche. If you want it to be segregated and re-niched, go to subscribestar.com slash fleeties. I'll make it clear. You'll be able to see, okay, these are the new hashtags and headlines episodes. They'll all be free. Don't worry. Here's your new Vleeties with Gino episodes, which we might have to rename it because if this whole stream is called Vleeties, it might get confusing if these are called Vleeties. So when I get Gino on the line, he and I will discuss the, the new name of our wrestling endeavor. Oh, whoa. I'm going to write that down. The Wrestling Endeavor. Gino, we named it now. So, again, thank you so much for downloading here on the uh, the hashtags and headlines feed or on, or on the new Vleeties feed. I appreciate all the feedback as well. Twitter.com at Vleeties, but I'll be right freaking back.